on FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Well, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, in the immortal words of, I don't know, somebody, good morning. Hello. Welcome. 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 Howdy, 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 and all that kind of good stuff. 710, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. It is the Watchdog Morning Show. We are up and running for our three-hour swing and soiree. We're glad you're along for the conversational ride. You're welcome to be part of the game by dialing in at 304-232-8255, the Frio Stack auction service hotline, or you can text me at 304-214-1600, and that is the Frio Stack auction service text line. 37 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 36 at the Highlands, 38 in Elm Grove, 37 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studio. It's going to be partly cloudy, mixed with some sunshine today, maybe nighttime rain showers, daytime high up to around 47, pretty much the same for tomorrow. Pretty good weekend is in store. Adam has all the details coming up. A little bit later on this morning here on the show. Now, I want to start this whole thing off. I think we're going to call segment number one, Bob Slider behind the board. I'm right here. I'm Howard Monroe. I'll start this whole thing off. This is a thank you, Bob Slider segment. Uh Uh-oh. I begin, because it's always important to me, thanking you for the morning donut. (laughs) Well, you're quite welcome, Howard. I I, I kind of woke up a little hungry this morning, and I thought, you know what? I will swing by, and uh, I'll go to Respects. I can hit Respects with a rock from my house. (laughs) Well, when I had a good arm, I could. And I thought, well, not we'll that have you a- would. No, 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 never, never. Maybe throw some apples when I was a kid that way. But uh, you know, I thought we'll start the morning off with a glazed donut. And I don't know about you, but mine really hit the spot. Oh, this is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Fact, perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for two reasons. First of all, you're right. I want a little something. To eat. It's a little something to get me going. And secondly, are you telling me I got stuff on my? No, no, I, I can't see that good, Howard. But you, but you might. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Look like you're wiping your mouth. Like I need to wipe my mouth. <laughs> Um, no, and then uh, uh, it's I also it's also good because super sugary, giving me a little extra little energy buzz. already. I like to start the morning off with a little buzz, Howard. You know, it, 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 I, could you get me some Pepsi too? By the but the glaze, sure. the glaze, of you'll the be Pepsi, wired. I'm going to be uh, ready to roll. You know what? The other reason I like to get them on Thursdays, Howard. Why is that? Well, because any mess we can blame on Donnie. He's oh, like, we didn't Donnie. have anything in here. What are you what talking you about, Kayleen? We didn't have anything in there. In in <laughs> it's got to be Donnie. Mess. He never pays attention to the new rules about not eating in the studio. Don, that darn Donnie did it again. Donnie did it again. <laughs> um, speaking of donuts this morning, I noticed front page of the morning intel today. Euphoric Donuts yes. was the winner of the show of hands last night. And you know what? They got a big surprise. Did you see the big surprise? I didn't. What was it? Ori kicked in another ten grand on top of everything else that they oh, uh, That's pony- pretty good. That's real good. You talk about good timing. Uh, when, I, when show of hands first started, I, I thought this is a great idea. I remember um, Joel, now Joel Morey from, was worth the city at the time, and I guess someone from Heritage was in the studio. And I remember thinking, man, this show of hands is a great idea, but can they keep it going? Can they keep it going? Did I see where well, this is the 10th year? Am I, am I right about that? And Howard, it was, it's been I'm, going on for a long time. I'm pretty sure our colleagues 
the Pine Room Podcast, Davey the Pine Lynch. Room Boys. They, they got a Lynch. they got a chunk of that, didn't they? No, they're probably thinking to themselves, "How come I wasn't there for the extra 10? <laughs> yeah, bad timing. <laughs> but no, the Pine Room guys. Yeah, they were winners of that. So Euphoric Donuts, which I don't know if they're actually physically open yet or not. They are going to be if they're not open in the old Keg and Kraut building, uh, where uh, Biggie's Pizza was on 16th Street there. Corner 16th and whatever that is. I can swing right by there, Howard, on the way in and hey. grab our donuts. Hey. Now, they have uh, they, they provide donuts to um, a couple of the places around town. So there are euphor- euphoric donuts already up and running. Um, but their, their, their physical location is or is going to be, and somebody can help me with that. I, I don't think they're open there yet, but they are going to be there in the old uh, Biggie's building. So um, uh, congratulations, A, to euphoric donuts. And just ties in nicely with our, uh, with you bringing me some donuts this morning. So I'm, I'm, we're, it's a donut kind of day. Enjoy, Howard. Now, thanking you, number two. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. True detective. Well, I take it you and Nancy hooked up and had uh, a little TV no. night? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I should have asked that before we went on here. No. <coughs> My wife, um, I think she was a little distressed that I had raked her through the coals here yesterday about not watching, about not allowing me to watch the show. She said, you know, why don't you watch that show you want to watch, and I'm going to do some other stuff. And I am so, so – let, let me thank her as well. Thank you, Nancy. For giving me the opportunity to do that. True Detective Night Country. Man, that's a good show. Now, there's three episodes so far. I think eight will be the, the, the total. How far did you watch? I watched one and two and about ten minutes into three, and then I just had to go to bed. I would have I lo- I would have preferved to watch, watch it all the way, but f- first two complete in about ten, fifteen minutes into three. So we're not exactly on the same page, but the first thing I'll say is this. I told you don't, don't be afraid from the beginning. The, the beginning would look like, man, this could be really, really weird. Well, it does. I mean, it is weird. It is, but it but but it settles out. Yeah. No, I it didn't bother me. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it was kind of, you know, all the reindeer that went over the edge and the they kind of spooked. Yeah, and the man who turned around said, "She's here." You know, those things kind of got to me. No, you've been to Alaska. I have. Would you go back to Alaska? Would I go back to Alaska as a yes? You wouldn't go to Ennis. I would not go to Ennis. <laughs> and we found out yesterday because you did your research, Ennis does not exist. Ennis is just a a, a make believe town in this uh, in this setting in Alaska. And I got to be honest with you, Howard. Before I started watching this, Alaska gives me the creeps. I am never going to Alaska. Well, this would give this would would add up the creep factor. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I've always had this thing about I don't want to ever get killed by a grizzly bear. I, I couldn't really think of how too many a, more how ways. About a one-eyed polar bear. And there's all right. I mean, you you have to keep a gun on you at all time. I wouldn't leave the porch without a high-powered <laughs> rifle in my hands. And we're not talking about the townsfolk. The townsfolk, I mean, they are out there also. Uh, if you uh, have not watched this, I would encourage it. it well, let me be, let me back up. It's a it's a um, a detective mystery murder story with strong overshades of weird. You know, is there something supernatural happening? Ghosts are there. They're speaking to people. There are all kinds of uh, really really bizarre stuff. Also. Couple of little grisly, gro- gruesome th- things. You know, Teddy wouldn't want to watch this. Let me put it that way. You know, you wouldn't want somebody who's, who's upset by. I didn't know if I was going to watch it or not. There were a couple of scenes there that was like, eesh, Um But 
But, oh, man, what a good show. I mean, just what a great – it, it just has me sucked in completely. Now, a couple other things that I told you was, I said, well, you know, uh, Jodie Foster, who's just, I mean, she's just great. She's tremendous. Yeah, she's just great. But there's a little difference. She's not the pretty young thing that she portrayed in Clara St- Sterling? Starling? Uh, Claire, uh, Clarice. Clarice. Clarice Starling. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, the, the, the years have piled up. And the character that she portrays isn't a warm and fuzzy character. No, was, was I right on with you, that? Yeah, no, you're right. Well, except to a couple of guys. He gets around a little bit. She's she's a pretty good. Uh, yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> she's pretty good with a couple of the guys, and uh, there are some. Um, what do I want to phrase? Well, sexual scenes in this movie too. There you, is in this uh, mini series. There is, but uh, this is a, 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 a true to form with the first series. You have to pay attention. You know, yes. I, I'm no, not saying can... have a notebook and keep notes, but I have <laughs> no. a notebook and I keep notes. No, I don't go that far, but you know, I I had to watch the show. It's not one of the, I I often talk about NCIS is the opposite of it. We watch NCIS a lot at home because it's on in the background. It's always you know a police procedural. You know how it's going to go, especially with NCIS. You know exactly how it's going to go, and that's why I like. That's one of the reasons I like to watch it because I'm familiar with. It. Just can do other stuff. No, you want to watch this. Because you have to listen to You have to listen what they say and, 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 and pay close attention. Now, some people say, we lost them right there, Howard. They say, man, you know what? I want to be entertained. Well, and, I don't want to sit there and be quizzed. This is different. You have to pay attention. Yeah, if you don't want, I mean, look, 90% of the time anymore, I don't feel like devoting time to really getting into a show and watching it where I've got to pay close attention. Uh, but this, I'm really, I'm really glad you turned me on to this. And I, as you and I have talked about, season one of True Detectives, a number of years ago, was top notch. One of the best shows I've ever seen. It's a, for those who don't know, it's a, it's a mystery miniseries each year. But every, it's not, there's not never the same characters in the same story. Every one is a complete and total different story. Uh, that first season was excellent. Second season was blah. I didn't see the third season at all. But this one, this is right up there with the first season in my mind. Wouldn't you think this would be a great idea, Howard? Revisit the first season. Marty and Cole are now these older detectives. You know, they got a lot of publicity for solving that case. They're older now. They're, they're private investigators. And there's this big case somewhere, maybe Montana, Idaho. And they reach out to them to come solve this well, case. Be, yeah, I can see that. I can Wouldn't see that be good? I can see that. No, you might not be able to afford Woody Harrelson and yeah, Matthew McConaughey anymore. Yeah, they were it was, it was uh, they were on their way up, but they weren't where they are right now. So, anyways, um, great show, great show. I can hardly wait to get home tonight and uh, watch a couple more episodes. What do you, what do you, say? you get? One. There's only been three out so far. Okay, and you think it's so? And I'm already in that. So, you say a total of eight? Is that what's going to be? I think so. That's usually how they go. They usually right. give you eight episodes, and they come out brand spanking new on uh, Sunday, I believe, at nine o'clock. All right. Anyway, if you. If it's you want to be the kind of person who wants to devote time to it, it's a detective story. But it, this particular one has really, really elements of weird in it. I mean, very weird. You know, you're kind of wondering whether uh, are the aliens coming from outer space? What's happening? The ghosts are you know alive there in Ennis and directing people where to go. It's got bizarre stuff to it. Um, and Jodie Foster, man, it's got, it's got to be a, a, an award winner for her. Yeah, she just knocks it out of the park. I mean, she's absolutely phenomenal. I, better than when she was younger, I think. Maybe, yeah, like a Merle Streep just gets better yeah, yeah. and better and better. Not as attractive, mind you, but should I say that, Howard? No. <laughs>
and and you gave me time to to, to stop to not say what I was going to say, which was I'd do her. <laughs> Yeah, I would too. I'm glad you, I'm, but I'm glad you stopped me from saying that. I think she plays for the other team, O'Hara. I don't uh, think we're going to get anywhere that's there. All right, you know, I, I don't, I'll swing the bat anyways. <laughs> Seven twenty-one, twenty-one after the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. So this is my thank you segment. Thank you to Bob Slider for the glazed donut because it was good. Thank you to my wife for giving me the time to watch this <laughs> show last night. Now she came in and kind of watched, you know, maybe halfway. through through what I was watching, and I sort of tried to bring her up to speed. Eh, probably not going to work. It, it, it did. I mean, I'm sure I didn't. She didn't understand what was But as, as she watched it with me in the tail end of it. Um, and so, and thank you for, thank Bob Slider for pointing this out to me and sort of making me watch it uh, because it would embarrass me if I didn't do it since he said so. But good, good, good stuff. 721, 21 after the hour. It is the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob, have you heard anything more about the, the trucker who got shot in the face yesterday? No, Howard. And I, what I know is I, I guess he was heading west, going away from Wheeling. Now, we know this. We know 470 begins in Elm Grove, and it ends in St. Clairsville. This happened on the Ohio side of the Ohio River. And now, I, I guess it's one of two things, Howard. Either it was deliberate or maybe just someone shooting or possibly hunting that, you know, the bullet. They'll know more, I guess, when they put together what type of caliber and, and determine if it came from a long distance away or if it was right there on the knob where he passed. I, 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 the, the story is a, a, a man shot in the face, in the face, uh, in his truck on I-70 in uh, Belmont County yesterday. And that's pretty much all we know. Uh, p- uh, police say they got a 911 phone call that the trucker, trucker had been shot near mile marker three westbound of the wheeling of the tunnel. Uh, they discovered the man from Ellenboro, West Virginia, the gunshot wound. I know that area very well. Really, where is that's it? That's Ritchie, Ca- Ritchie County, West Virginia. Okay, I have no idea where it is. Okay, um, gunshot wound to the face. Uh, but like you said, I, 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 unless I've missed something, and maybe I have, maybe the intel has more this morning, or Channel Seven has some more. But I. I've seen no more about it. It's just a, it's just shot in the face is weird. Well, if if I had to bet, you can't put too much into that. I don't believe. If if I had to bet right now, that shot came from maybe a mile or two away. That that it just was a shot that got away from someone, and it was just bad luck, bad timing. Yeah. It came through the windshield and and hit the guy. Because I think, or there might be somebody out there shooting. I don't. We don't know yet. If it's not a, a, a wayward shot, a hunter in the hillside that just. What a strange accident it got him, and that's very, very likely. If not, then it's you don't shoot someone in the face. Well, that's a lucky shot. You couldn't have planned that. I mean, you if you were sitting beside him in the truck, you could have done that. But if that shot comes from outside, think about it, Howard. That truck's going pretty fast. Okay, so again, to me, it just had to be bad luck uh, on the part, and they'll know it. Like if it's a handgun, let's say they determine oh, that this know, bullet come yeah, from a handgun, yeah. then it, it can't be a hunting accident. Sh- still could have been a target shooting that, that that wasn't careful enough. When I when I saw when I first basically saw the headlines, Channel Seven popped up the headline. My first thought was road rage, but then when I saw shot in the face, I it, it, that's I don't want to sound like you know, Rimmer. All I know is what I see on Law and Order and other TV shows. All right. Uh, but uh, shot in the face is is usually a sign if if it's if it's intentional if it's not a, a errant shot from the hillside, it then it, it often indicates some personal 
vendetta and anger. It's and then, not just driving by. You, you cut me off, I'll shoot you. And then you got to talk to witnesses. You, what does that guy remember? You know, did he have an altercation with someone? Did, you know, did someone roll the window down? Does he remember seeing a gun, or did this just come from out of nowhere? Yeah. Um, so I, other than the initial report, I didn't hear any more about it. I suppose we will once they get a little more, more information. On Thank it. goodness he survived. Imagine yes. that, getting shot in shot the face. I cannot. I'm, I'm still here. 725, 25 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, it's going to be pot for PEIA in yeah. West Virginia. And uh, also slow down uh, if you're in uh, – don't, don't slow down if you're in the fast lane in West Virginia. A couple of stories I want to have coming up. Oh, and I know you don't like Taylor Swift stories, but the Trumpies now are waging – they call it a holy war against her. And um, the MAGAs uh, – well, I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to give you a quiz when we come back. See how well you – you can do the MAGA conspiracy quiz about Taylor Swift. We'll do all that and much more coming up. You guys can text us, call us. You're part of the program, too. 725, it's a Thursday on the Watchdog Morning Show. On the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Motto Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. Motto Mortgage Valor, offering you more loan products than anyone in the area. Call 304-905-8525. Hello, West Virginia. This is Congressman Alex Mooney. West Virginia spending should reflect West Virginia values. That's why I always work to be your conservative fiscal watchdog in Washington, voting against tax increases and cutting government spending, all while looking after our hardworking families. Liberals continue to harm middle and working class Americans with rampant inflation, all the while going around Congress to send our tax dollars overseas. I will continue to do everything in my power to rein in this White House's policies and keep the power in the hands of the people where it belongs. I'm Congressman Alex Mooney. If you have questions about how your tax dollars are being spent, I want to hear from you. Call my local office at 304-264-8810 or visit my website at mooney.house.gov. Paid for with official funds from the office of Alex Mooney. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion. Plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. 
Say my hometown right in there. You want right by Wheeling, Howard. Right by Wheeling, zip and by. Who is this? Uh, Roger Miller. That's who opens up the show on Thursdays. We do. Uh, it's a it's a good day every day. But uh, being Thursday, Country Day, asleep at the wheel. So for our first hour, our breaks are going to be asleep at the wheel. All righty, very good. Well, you don't want to be asleep at the wheel if you're driving. No, of course. no. A bill proposed in the legislature in West Virginia is now going to allow cops to fine you. For going too slow in the fast lane. Good idea? Great idea. Uh, it is not yet passed. It's Senate Bill 441. It would allow the cops to stop you and fine you up to $100 on your first offense if you drive in the left lane at, quote, such a slow speed as to impede or block the normal and reasonable movement of traffic. We have all been behind that person. I will raise my hand here. I have been that person. You are that person. <laughs> Sometimes. But we know there are people that just get over in that left-hand lane and just keep riding it. First place, you're not supposed to be driving in the left-hand lane. You're supposed to be passing in that lane. But if you're going to be driving in it, for God's sake, drive at speed or more. Yeah, you got to get going there. As Mike Lang would say, come on, Grandma, the uh, bingo game is ready to roll. The legislation would allow for slower driving in the fast lane, quote, when reduced speed is necessary for safe operations. So there you go. Um, it is currently in the Senate uh, a committee in the Senate. We need approval from the full Senate and the House of Delegates to, pro- to go into law. I haven't talked to anybody about this. I, I suspect it would have a pretty good chance of passing. I think most people get frustrated by slowing driving. I don't know. You're shaking your head. I, well, I just saw something pop up on the uh, on the log here, Howard. Oh, okay. <laughs> you weren't shaking your head at me. At what no, I, was, uh, I was shaking my head at the log. But, yeah, that's a great idea. Keep that open because that's what it's for. That's the way I was taught to drive. That that was called the passing the lane. The passing lane, yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't get over there and, and, and clog it all up. It is not a driving lane. And while we're in West Virginia, another effort underway to legalize pot. Yes. Yes. But this time with a little twist to it. Let's twist one up, Howard? It's... <laughs> Very clever, very clever. It is pot for P-E-I-A. Uh, Mike Caputo, who is a great Who's guy. those guys, Howard? Mike Caputo, who is a great guy, Democrat from Marion County, a member of the House of Delegates forever. He went into the Senate this year, and he is not going to run for re-election. <coughs> and he will be missed. He's a great guy. He wants the legislature to legalize recreational marijuana and then take 50% of the money that comes in and use it for PEIA, that's the state-run insurance agency, which is perpetually running deficits It's or, or else raising the rates for the teachers, retirees, and so on. It's always a problem. One of the issues for decades has been, can you find a, a dedicated revenue source, source. For, for PEIA so that it has its own revenue stream coming in? Caputo says, doesn't this solve two problems? It sounds like it to me, Howard, because the way you're talking, we, they would go, anyone that has that insurance would go from lousy insurance to pretty good insurance. Well, the insurance is pretty good, but the problem for the state is it, it costs a lot of money, and the state finds itself frequently unable to pay it. E. Gordon Gee yesterday was talking to the legislature about WVU's budget, and he said with the uh, increase in payment that the government has to make to PEIA, and also the pay raises, 
He says, WVU can't pay it. WVU can't pay the what the legislature is ordering him to pay. We don't have the money. So I, this, to me, is win-win. First of all, I think legalizing recreational marijuana is just a good thing. Uh, it, and w- one of the major reasons is it brings money into the state. But then you dedicate half of that for a really important cause, and that would that would benefit teachers and and, and all of the state employees, retirees. I speak as one. Who I'm uses, marking on the door, Howard. You know, uh, I mean, so I have no sense of where it's going to go. I don't know if um, if it's going to pick up any kind of steam at all. But I will say this: smart move on Caputo's part. Tie this recreational marijuana thing to to a to a needed funding source you probably will get more support for it than just trying to, quote, legalize marijuana. And I think it's a great idea, too, too, Howard. I don't want to be too much of a Debbie Downer, but if you remember, we voted in this county to allow us to have uh, table games for yes. jobs. Right. And then before you knew it, the, the state big shots, the Republicans that took over, started moving the money They around. said, no, we'll, we'll tell you what to do with that money. Yeah. So it's a great idea if they can rein in the the big shots. Right, And but, but it, it's a smart way to try to move— I'm not saying sneak. I mean, he's very clear it's going to legalize recreational marijuana, but it's a smart way to build some support. Hey, I, it, it's going to bring money in, which just in, if you say that just period, you say look at Colorado, look at the other states. Yes, they, it's been very lucrative for any state that has legalized it. But here he's saying here's where we can fix one of our state problems. By allocating this money for that. And he didn't say, I need it all. He just said half. half so then you got to have to do something else with it. I, I, I like the sound of that. 734-26 of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, Shoot. I wanted to do this. T- I know you not like t- don't like Taylor Swift, but I some of this stuff is just so bizarre. Uh, let's do a news break, and if we have time before Adam, I'll get this in. If not, I'll try and squeeze it in somewhere later on. By the way, what are we, what are we doing today? I didn't run do the rundown. Uh, next hour, uh, it's the manager and the mayor. Uh, Rick Healy from Moundsville is coming in, city manager, and uh, Sarah Woodshaw, the mayor. We do it every eh, couple of months. It's uh, kind of kicking around what's going on in the mound towns. So if you have Moundsville questions, um, you can text them to us or call us during that segment of the show. And then Wheeling's police chief, Sean Sportsfeger, coming in in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to talk about the crime stats that were released this week for the year gone by. Crime down to a large extent, except drug crimes, which are up amazingly. The number that just jumps at me, overdose deaths, overdose deaths, not overdose crimes, but overdose deaths up 136 percent. Crazy. We'll talk about that with the chief. And anywhere along the way, you want to text us, you can do it, 304-214-1600 or uh, call us, 304-232-8255. Those are the Frio Stack auction service lines. Let's see. Uh, Taylor Long is over there. She's ready to talk some news to us. Good morning, Taylor. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 1st. As Human Trafficking Awareness Month draws to a close, it doesn't signify the end of the relentless efforts by local organizations to combat the issue. Last night at St. Michael Parish in Wheeling, several groups came together to educate the public on the issue and to introduce them to organizations they can volunteer with. Amy Carl Meesill, the head of the pro-life group at St. Michael Parish in Wheeling, tells us that a lot of the human trafficking they are seeing in the area goes hand-in-hand with drug addiction. She says that one of the biggest goals is to educate the young and give them the tools they need to handle themselves if they ever find themselves in a situation involving human trafficking. Some continuing coverage. An investigation is ongoing after a man was shot in the face on I-470 in Pulteney Township. 
The Ohio State Highway Patrol's St. Clairsville Barracks says they received a 911 phone call that a truck driver had been shot near mile marker 3 on the westbound side. Ellenboro resident Michael Brundage was discovered by troopers with a gunshot wound to the face. EMS service were then called in and he was taken to the hospital. Troopers say they, he was alert and conscious at the time of being taken in. And a quick traffic update this morning. Beginning today through February 16th, a section of Wiley Ridge Road in Weirton will be reduced to one lane from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. for tree trimming. Traffic will be managed by flaggers. Delays are expected, so consider alternate routes. That would be County Route 11 or WV2. Schedule may change due to weather or unforeseen circumstances. And in Ohio County, a portion of West Virginia Route 2 at 1115 Main Street in Wheeling will be restricted to one lane from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. today for gas line maintenance. Commuters in the area are advised to slow down and expect delays. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Say big on project supplies. Now during Menard's Project Day Sale. Stock up with paintbrushes. Choose from a 2-inch trim brush or a 2.5-inch angle brush. Just $1.99 each after rebate. Plus, pick up a 6-inch flexible putty knife. Great for light-duty construction and home projects. Free after rebate. These hot buy deals are good while supplies last. So save today. Price is good through February 4th. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. Good morning, winter he has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Where's that gal with red dress on? Some folk call her Dinah. Stole my heart away from me down in Louisiana. Take me back to Tulsa. I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa. Some fun bumper music this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 7:40, 22 of the hour here. A uh, couple of, see, I got maybe I got to double up on this. Maybe I didn't read the story right. From the text line, uh, someone says I heard that that uh, that uh, trucker shooting on the police scanner. Um, the, the, they said a white box truck pulled up and shot. I, I I'm not going to read this because I I, I got to I don't know. I the, the story that the, the texter is telling me here. It sounds like a novel that I'm reading. I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, pr- I appreciate you texting me, and that's not that I don't believe you, sir, or ma'am, whoever sent this to me, but that sounds, what you're telling me sounds a little bit too 
conspiratorial. Well, I think when you get a call like that, don't you have to, to treat it like an active shooter? Oh, I, mean, I think you, you I'm sort sure it you, out later. But yeah. if a guy says, hey, I was driving down the road and somebody just shot me in the face, I think you have to, yeah, you have but to th- treat it like that. This texter says that's not exactly what happened. And so I, I, I don't know. The, the news stories. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But I, I don't They'll know. figure it out. We won't figure it out. <clears throat> and I, I <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Give me a mic. Go for it, Howard. Howard is clearing his throat. Are you all right? Uh, no, but uh, I'll get by. Uh, so I appreciate the texture, and I, 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 in no way, manner, shape, or form do I am I upset with your texting. But it's it's enough of a difference from what we've heard that I want to find a way to check it out beforehand because that is really weird. Uh, one more text, then we'll go over to Adam Fike from the Big Seven. Uh, Howard, <laughs> Howard, how was your A1C this morning after eating that donut? I hate to say this. It was high to begin with. My my sh- blood sugar was a little bit high this morning when I took it. I take it every morning, and I guarantee if I took it now, yikes! It would be. However, I don't care because this this glazed donut is. I've got a sugar buzz going. I do. I got to get that. I need some Pepsi too, pal. Uh, Seven forty-one, nineteen to the hour. Adam Fike is here. The Big Seven WTRF TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Well, let's see. Bob brought me a nice glazed donut this morning, which, A, I'm just I'm glad because I need a little bit of food, and, B, he's got me kind of hyped up a bit with that glazed donut. And I'm going to go get him a Pepsi. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm all fired up here this morning. So. You know, Howard, I feel you. Rebecca brought us a cookie cake this morning, so I'm on the sugar boat with you as well. Ah, there you go. All right. Sounds good. Very good. Uh, what's that? Well, so you're, so you're you're chowing down a little cookie action too, huh? Oh, I I'm not chowing down. That's already well into my stomach, probably digesting by this point. <laughs> you have done did chowed. I got that. I got that. All right. Looks like today's not going to be a terrible day, right, weather-wise? Nope. Really, I would say not too terrible. Yes, it's cloudy this morning, but we should see pockets of sunshine this afternoon. Most of us in the upper 40s, maybe a straight spot that pushes 50. So I would say not bad, though we could see a few showers after sunset, likely 9, 10 p.m. on some. Day itself stays dry and really not that bad. That sounds good. Uh, did I see um, that we might see a little bit of rain tonight? Is that right? Yep. Tonight, that's going to be as early as 9 p.m., but it's going to be mainly overnight. Okay. So between, I would roughly say midnight and 6 a.m. tomorrow, we could see a few light showers and drizzle. But once we get to 7 a.m. and sunrise tomorrow, rain's pretty much done for the next week or two. Tomorrow, to a large extent, like today, maybe not. You said some sunshine today. I don't see sunshine necessarily in the forecast, but it's going to be kind of partly cloudy, a little bit of morning drizzle. We'll again be in probably at least the mid-40s tomorrow. Am I right about that? Yep, mid-40s tomorrow. We'll start off cloudy with that stray shower, but we'll slowly clear throughout the day. So by dinner time, we will see sunshine. It's just a matter of how quickly do we actually clear out. Then we walk our way into the weekend where things are going to be a little bit better. I mean, by the time we get to the weekend, there's really not much to walk through. It's going to be 50s and sunny. Pretty much clear skies in the 50s. So. Like, and that's going to be stick with us through most of the weekend, right? Yep, that's going to be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So all the next week, expect much of the same. I like the sound. I like, it's a nice weekend forecast in the next week. And, and again, today and tomorrow, not bad. A little partly cloudy, maybe a little bit drizzle here and there. Um, and even even a bit of sunshine today. So I like that. We're in the mid-40s, maybe upper 40s today, uh, 50s over the weekend. All in all, sounds like a pretty good forecast, sir. 
I'm just finally happy to have some sunshine on the weekend that I can enjoy. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good point. So we will have that indeed. All right, Adam, I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks very much. Good talking to you. Uh, oh, sliders. Now now I've got Pepsi along with my glazed donut. I am gonna be <laughs> I am gonna be flying so high on sugar this morning, but it's okay. It's all right. Adam, hey, thanks very much, my friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I appreciate it. Back to you tomorrow. Thank you. Seven forty five here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Yeah, baby. A little Pepsi now. Everyone listening, listen closely. Howard just might explode here. Mm. This was a super glaze. By that I mean not just super as a I can boy, see it on your shirt here. Not huh? just as, it was a super donut. I mean, it was super glazed. There was tons of glaze on there, which means tons of sugar on there. And my wife is at home shaking her head right now. You're not supposed to do that. Who was with us? That Dr. Campsey from WVU Medicine who was kind of giving me a lecture on the air about what I should eat. So uh, super sugar there. And now I've got my Pepsi, which I wasn't going to have today. Didn't bring one. Thank heavens you had an extra one there, pal. I appreciate it. I'm Look, not drinking, I got you one, Howard. I'm not drinking yours, am I? No, no, no. Okay. All right. Very good. So, yeah, I'm going to be – by the time Rick Healy and uh, Sarah Woodshaw come in next hour, I'm going to be flying high. I better calm down before the chief comes in. In the night. I think you're all hopped up on yes, something, yeah, I, I don't want him to think <laughs> – Howard, uh, what seems, are you on? Howard? Seems like you're a little, a uh, little energetic there. Uh, what, uh, what have you been uh, doing uh, this morning? I, no, Chief, just a, just glazed donuts. And, <laughs> and That's what they all say, Howard. And Pepsi, uh, off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Again, this is the texter who sent me some information about that uh, trucker shooting on I-470. It, it, it differs from what I have been hearing, and I am not doubting you. I'm seriously, I'm not. And he says, well, I heard it play out on the scanner. Uh, uh, okay, but I just want to, because it's it's dramatically different. What's than, he saying? I, I don't want to say what he's saying, because it, it sounds it sounds like the novel I'm reading. Gotcha. It's the kind of thing that would We don't say, want to scare anybody. We don't right. want to say anything that we don't know exactly that I is don't true. Know. Right. And, 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 you know, so I, I, but I am not, I'm not distressed that you sent it to me. I believe that you probably did. I just need to check it out um, ahead of time. Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Uh... <laughs> Mr. Monroe, no need to worry. I wave my magic princess wand. I took out all the fat and sugar in all of your donuts. <laughs> we could use your help, Princess. Yes, Princess, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Very what are you doing later, Princess? <laughs> 7.46, 14 to the hour. We've got a slider on sports in a minute or two. And I, 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 I want to give, uh, give you a Taylor Swift conspiracy quiz, Bob. That'll be coming up as well. We're the Watchdog Morning Show for a Thursday. How tough are you? It's the 43rd annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest. Co-sponsored by WTOV9, Eagle 107.5, Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, Thomas Auto Centers, The World Gym, Jill's Gentleman's Club, A Class Act, ICR Equipment Rental, Sales and Supply, and Honda Direct Line. Coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. If you think you're tough enough and willing to get in the ring and prove it, sign up to fight at WBToughman.com. Ladies, if you want to be a ring girl and strut your stuff, up in the ring, sign up at WVToughman.com. Tickets go on sale this Saturday at the West Banco Arena box office or online at WestBancoArena.com. It's the 43rd annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. Planning to stay in Wheeling, Tough Man Weekend? The Wheeling, Ohio County CVB is offering special hotel rates for Tough Man fighters, ring girls, and fans. For details, visit WVToughman.com. Get your tickets today and tough it out. Want to know what's up in Wheeling? 
Tune in Wednesdays at noon for Your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. It's time once again for the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship, February 10th at 11th at West Banco Arena. The tournament includes middle school and high school divisions. Top players throughout the state of West Virginia from Charleston, Martinsburg, Morgantown, Lindsley, Wheeling Central, and Wheeling Park. February 10th and 11th at West Banco Arena, the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're gonna get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24 seven. We're available to see somebody. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, if you ever plan the motor west, take my way, that's the highway, that is the best. I got my kicks on Route 66 uh, two years in a row. So, yeah, this is good. Did Let's you have cowboy boots on? Huh? What's that? Did you have cowboy boots on? I did not on? have cowboy boots on. No. Probably had my touch puppies on. Route 66. 7.50, 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, earlier this morning, I was thanking Bob Slider for for a point, well for the donut, but also for uh, pointing me in the direction of the new uh, HBO series, True Detective. Night Country, starring Jodie Foster. It is a very, very weird, atmospheric kind of show. A it's not, you know, I start to say a tiny town. A town looks like a pretty big town. Yeah, a pretty big town. Uh, in, in Alaska, above the, the Arctic Circle, out in nowhere land, where uh, some very strange murders occur. Great show. I, I, a little spooky, a little weird. But and it's I'm only on the part I'm, I'm two and one third of the third episode through and they're going to be eight so plenty more to go uh, but good really good stuff uh, from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line from our friend Mr McCabe Hey John watch American Nightmare on Netflix Have you ever seen that I don't want to have nightmares John <laughs> three episode miniseries is really good and it chronicles a true story Ooh. So, American Nightmares. All right. I'll jot that down. I will do that. I'll yeah. watch that in the afternoon. I won't watch it at night now. <laughs> you know what? Part of me watching that True Detective last night, there were a couple of scenes. You looking behind you and stuff? I, I was thinking to myself, you know, this. I'm going to have nightmares tonight, aren't I? I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Uh, thanks, John, for your text on that. And the rest of you, text in as well, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Well, let's see what's happening in the world of sports. Let me guess. Something to do with the Super Bowl? Well, not really, Howard. That's two weeks away. But uh, okay, all right. No <laughs> maybe, secret. maybe I'll throw it in there. But yeah, okay, yeah, I have something. All right. Well, well, I don't know what it is because it's not Monroe on sports. It's Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night in Morgantown, you heard it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. A senior Jesse Edwards 
hit a free throw with just 21 seconds left in the game, giving WVU a four-point lead over Cincinnati, and that was enough. The Mountaineers defeat the Bearcats 69-65. to Edwards, a Syracuse transfer. Actually, we, we got a good player, Howard. We didn't, we didn't lose a good player. We, we, we picked up a good player. He scored a season-high 25 points, 19 of those coming in the second half. In the, in the last three Big 12 games played at the Coliseum, this is pretty impressive, Howard. WVU defeated number 25th ranked Texas, number three ranked Kansas, and now Cincinnati, who was ranked 33rd in this week's NCAA basketball rating. So Mountaineers playing good at, at home for sure. The Bearcats led the Mountaineers 60-50 to 50 with just six minutes and 29 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And it doesn't get easier for West Virginia. They will host number 22 ranked Brigham Young this Saturday. Tip-off is set for 6 o'clock. We'll have it all right here on the home of the Mountaineers, starting with the pregame show at 5 o'clock. NFL news, the Seattle Seahawks filled their head coaching vacancy yesterday. The Seahawks hired 36. It's a younger man's game, Howard, let me tell you. The (laughs) the Seahawks hired 36-year-old Mike McDonald. McDonald replaces Pete Carroll, who was... 72, and he had been the league's oldest coach. McDonald spent the last two seasons as the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens allowed just 16.5 points a game. They also led the NFL with 60 sacks and 31 takeaways. With McDonald uh, ready uh, to, to head to Seattle, the Washington Commanders are left as the only team looking for a brand new head coach. For more sports talk this afternoon, well, you're in the right place. Tune into the Donnie Gilbert Show from noon to three, the two o'clock hour. Don will be joined by Bear, Mr. Wright, and Lola. Lola might be Heartbreak City for her to review <laughs> the conference championship games and Howard to look ahead to the Super Bowl. So, Super Bowl talk with Don and all those guys. It's the Donnie Gilbert Show. With so much more from 12 to 3, right here on the Watchdog Radio Network, Slatter on Sports Time, 7.54. Remember, he'll be making a mess here in the studio. Messy Prob- Dawn, yeah, always probably, eating in here. Probably a little bit of uh, crumbles from some glazed donut. <laughs> well, I know this, Howard. I, I, I don't know if it's on Facebook, but Don told me that Bob's Lunch is catering the show this afternoon, that they are bringing hot roast beef sandwiches oh. so that won't be too messy will it no. Howard? you might want to sit watch where you sit down tomorrow morning howard uh, hot roast hot. beef sandwiches <laughs> in the studio on the Donnie gilbert show right here on the watchdog radio network always thinking about his audience who won't be able to eat <laughs> nah. it at all uh, six before the hour <laughs> Donnie's is it's a it's a it's it's one of our more um Eclectic shows. Yeah, Bob's Lunch right here this afternoon. <laughs> From noon until 3 with Donnie. Uh, Bob, a little quiz for you, all right? I'm ready. Which of these do you believe is probably true? Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is a George Soros plant. Taylor Swift is a Biden employee who is poised to endorse him on the 50-yard line at halftime of the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift... And her vaccine-loving football star friend, Travis Kelsey, if there even are a couple, it says here, are a PSYOP designed to dupe Americans into supporting the left. Or all sports are PSYOPs that stop Americans from paying sufficient attention to Jesus. Those are some of the conspiracy theories that are going around. Now, I'm going to add one more to it. Sorry, you can pick any. I need some more, Howard. You can pick any one of those. This is the one I'm going to add. 
Is Taylor Swift just a singer with a boyfriend who's having fun? Yeah, I think so, Howard. She's just, you know, maybe the most recognizable person on the planet. So no matter where she goes, she's going to be recognized, and she's just there supporting her, her boyfriend. Now, is it going to help her? Sure. Does it help the NFL? Sure. It helps everybody because she's so popular. But I don't think that's her plan. Yeah, I don't think I that's just, her motive. Well, and I don't, you know, I, 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 I think she did endorse Biden last time. I, I, Taylor Swift is not in this for the politics of it. She's just having fun. She's just a kid. I shouldn't say kid, but she's just a, just a, a performer or a singer enjoying time with her boyfriend and going to a football game and i know how superstitious i am it's, it's you know from the beginning of the playoffs she's been there and they won so she has to continue to be there i would think you gotta you gotta be there but you know everything has to become politics for some of these people everything you can't just enjoy the game and enjoy a little bit of side light there you know yeah i hate that art. everything has to be politics um some of the uh, maga trump loyalists say they're planning a holy war against Taylor Swift. A holy war against Taylor Swift. I'm betting on Taylor Swift. I, mean, I, think, I, I think I am, too. Sean Hannity on his Fox News show this week uh, said that um, she better be careful if she plans to endorse a Biden. She better think twice before doing that. Does she realize the guy they wanted to endorse is a kind of stumbling, bumbling mess, doesn't have the energy to give a 30-minute speech, uh, let alone perform a three-hour concert like she does? Well, I don't think anybody wants Biden to perform a concert. Um, he's also kind of creepy. This is from Sean Hannity. I, I don't care how you feel about Biden. For God's sake, can't we? Aren't there some things we can leave politics out of? Well, Howard, you just hit me between the eyes with this. I mean, you and I talked about the benefits of her. Uh, for everything from the ratings, uh, votes. They're, what I'm hearing from them is that they're worried because she's going to garner up a lot of votes if she does endorse President Biden. Well, they clearly are. I'm. But I don't. Th I don't think it's. A, I don't think she's out there to, to to turn America to the left. I think, like many singers, politicians, or singers, celebrities, and so on, even football players, you know, they have a particular point of view. She may make a point. I tell you, who I think had the best comment, David Letterman. Uh, he said, you know, they're all making uh, whether which side of the aisle you're on, whether it's a, a supporter of, of of Taylor Swift or an opponent of Taylor Swift, they're making a big deal about it. Uh, she says, I say to both camps, this is just a lovely thing. Shut up. I think I'm with him on that. Just shut up. Is he being sarcastic or you think he was being serious? He's David Letterman. He's always being uh, sarcastic, yeah, but I, okay, well. but I think he was seriously sarcastic. Uh, you know, just, just, I think he's saying what I want to say, which is guys and God, look, I, nobody's more political than I am, but for God's sake, not everything is a conspiracy political theory. Just let them have some fun. Oh, the good thing is, Howard, there's just one more game to go. Yep, we'll see. All right, coming up next hour, the manager and the mayor from Moundsville. We'll talk about what's happening in the Mound Town. And if you have questions or comments about Moundsville matters, feel free to text us, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. As the Watchdog Morning Show moves on, it's just about 8 o'clock. ABC is covering the world now. San Bernardino. Once you get hip with the time to tip. Get your kicks out on the roof.